Hello everybody, welcome to episode 28 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. I hope all of you are going to have a happy Saturday. Um, So we're just going to get right to it because this is going to be a quick one. So first off, as most of you guys know, um, the last two days, the WNBA and NBA boycotted their games. Pops, what are your thoughts on this? It's unprecedented. Never really been done before at this magnitude. I yes. think that I I champion anyone that stands up for what they believe in. I know that's the country that we live in. Yeah. Um, and so we all have the the right for free speech. I think it's as as a father. I know I've spoken with you guys I, uh, about this at length, and you know I, I applaud these athletes using their diverse and intricate platform to try to promote change and i think there are there's not many things at least in my eyes but there are things more important than sports there's more important things than basketball i i think it's very very interesting that the nba was the sport that started it the trickle down effect because then we went from the nba to the wnba it affected uh, uh it postponed some a te- some tennis it postponed some baseball games uh in the nfl they were boycotting their practices so um it's it's an unbelievable time that we're all living yes. in right now it's it's incredibly fluid you know, and so, again, if if positive change comes from these boycotted games, then I'm all for it. So, yes. um, but again, unbelievable times that we're living in. Uh, I look at you guys every day as kids and just think, what is the world going to be like as as you continue to grow, but I know that's what every parent thinks. So uh, I just hope everyone stays safe. I hope everyone that's protesting does so peacefully. Um, and I hope that everyone's thinking with regards to how can we make it better? The Not just protest, outcome. but make it better. So those are my thoughts. Thanks for putting me on the hot seat, man. Right I out know, of the right? gate, Tati. <laughs> okay, well, since we're going to do this one quick today, I do agree with Pops. I agree with you. You know what? Well, today is the day where WNBA and NBA are coming back. So, I'm excited for it. We'll start off with the WNBA today, Pops. Okay. First off, we have the Las Vegas Aces, who are 11-3, and against the New York Liberty, who are 2-12. and Okay, well, I know the Aces opened up as a 16.5-point favorite <laughs> in this game. Liberty are no... Uh, no surprise to big spreads. <laughs> I will say these teams, um, they played a few weeks ago, and the uh, Aces, I believe, only won this game by two. I believe it was 78-76. So clearly uh, New York surprised the Aces. So I expect um, a, a strong first quarter, first half performance from the Aces just to try to go ahead and blow this game out. Um, and, and so, but I don't want to get behind the Aces. I think the Liberty are... This is as close as they've been playing together all season long. So, um, you know, here we have yet another little break. We'll see how it impacts play. Uh, but it's a big, huge spread, and 
Uh, quite frankly, I'm not telling you anything that you guys didn't already know. <laughs> How about you, Tots? Well, from the DraftKings side, I feel like um, it's kind of tough because you never really know if this is going to be a closer blowout game. But I'm thinking thinking of it as like coming right out of the gate. So somebody like Laisha Clarendon, the um, point guard for New York, she's 6,700. She's been playing pretty – she plays really fast. And usually when they come out of the gate, she is the first player to score those first couple points. Um, points. So I do like her in that standpoint. And then I also would decide between somebody like Kayla McBride and Jackie Young. Kayla McBride is 6,500 and Jackie Young 6,100. Both of them are strong players. Obviously Kayla McBride is more of a shooter, which I like more. Um, but both of them, I, I tend to like both of them. I like Jackie Young more today than McBride. Just because Jackie Young's likely to to be um, be able to score points and and from a fantasy perspective, the, in games that are blowouts, as opposed to McBride, um, and so in, in blowout situations. So I actually prefer Jackie Young in that spot. Okay. Um. So you know, before we move forward. Any other thoughts on this game, or are we turning that page? For me, I'm turning that page. You love to turn those pages, don't you? I do love to turn the pages. So, anytime there's blowouts expected, I always like to look uh, at who the blowout team is playing next. In this case, is, cases, aces. In this <laughs> case, the aces are playing the Phoenix Mercury, um, but that game isn't scheduled uh, until Tuesday. That might be bumped up to Monday. Just it, it's, it's, you know, with the games that have been postponed, I was actually a little bit surprised the WNBA played yesterday. I thought I we were good until Saturday, like the NBA. So we did miss some yesterday's results. We might touch on those at the very end. Correct. We will. Okay. Well, let's, let's keep moving. Okay. So. <clears throat> uh, and, and these first couple games are nationally televised games all I, of them are. I know this first game i believe is on cb cbs. cbs right okay okay so this next game is going to be pop's favorite game of the day we have the seattle storm against the chicago sky pop's your chicago sky right this 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 is the wnba preview right here um so these two teams have played already um or again eight earlier this season you got it up right there, don't you? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, we're 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 doing this kind of on the fly. I do know um, that these teams are already played. I want to say it was eighty nine seventy one was my recollection. I'll, I'll look by Tati's face to see how close I had it to being right. Uh, but I believe Seattle won in fairly con, you know convincingly yeah, when they Pops last got played. It right, so um, I, I expect a different result here. I show currently a total of 166. I do like the over, and I do like Chicago. There's no way that Chicago only scores 71 points in this game. Guaranteed, Chicago's wants their revenge. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now, I love the over if it is, in fact, 166. It, uh, and then I, I also really like the sky side from the plus five i also like the team total over for chicago i'm all in on chicago today <laughs> i believe what a shock. even in these games now now seattle they have not been playing games recently their last two or three games 
up to expected expectations. So perhaps these couple of so-called days off in the bubble will serve them well just because they haven't been necessarily a cohesive unit. But at the same time, anytime there's a break in action and then they come back to play, I'll favor any team that has good on-court chemistry already. Again, Chicago, they play as uh, as a as a team. Offensively, they're just dynamic. They know where each, each other are at all times. So timing necessarily isn't quite as important as it is for other teams. So I think I've shown you guys and explained why. I definitely like Chicago. I definitely like the over. <laughs> Well, for me, from the DraftKings side, first off, Kalia Copper is at the highest she's ever been at 8,900. Good for her. I agree. She should have been up there a long time ago, in my opinion. Um, so, from the Storm side, I do like Jewel Lloyd. She's 8,700. She has been a main key for the Storm lately, um, especially with Sue Bird being out. So, her, she's been stepping up, and she's only 8,700. So, in that matter, I like her. Um, let's see. I see that Stephanie Dolson is down there at 7,300. Um, I also see that Diamond Dish Shields and Azura Stevens are out for the sky. And I already said Sue Bird. So, I feel like this will be interesting. I feel like Kalia Copper is going to get a ton of minutes again. And Cheyenne Parker at 8,100. I feel like... She's going to be their forward slash center to step up instead of Azura Stevens. Because you already have Stephanie Dolson in the mix, which she's a starter already. But Azura Stevens, she was a starter as well. So I feel like her and Cheyenne Parker are the most similar players. You know what I mean, Pops? I do. I, again, I expect a close game. And because there's just so much, you know, both these teams know what their goals are. This is going to be a game. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be going too deep on sleepers. This is going to be uh-uh. a, predominantly a starters type of game. It's going to have a finals feel to it. It's got the nationally televised game. Um, this is definitely the game of the day. Well, I don't know if I'd say that too soon, Pops. You also have your Dallas Wings playing to get today. Yeah. Against your India and against the Indiana Fever. I, I, Wait, before we get to that. Yep. Do you want? Uh, are we done with that? This is the. Because I so, am done with that. So I'll double down. The the best gameplay today is the the storm in the sky. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, next up, we have the Dallas Wings against the Indiana Fever. So Dallas opened up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite, currently around minus one. Total opened up at 166.5. So if you notice, all three WNBA games today, the total is right at 166 or 166 and a half. So there's no true definition of a track meet game, although we just alluded to the fact that the sky and the storm will be that track meet game. Honestly, I'm a little, little nervous about why Dallas didn't open up a little bit more of a favorite. I know these teams played earlier this season, and yeah. Dallas did win that game. By three points, 76-73. I feel like the both teams are a little bit different now than they were a few weeks back. I think Dallas has only proven that they've gotten better, and the Fever have only proven that they've gone backwards the other way. Outside of a shocking win by the Fever that was unannounced, They've done about what I've expected them to do. They also are incredibly banged up for this game. Yes. They got tons of injuries. Uh, So I feel like this is a classic example. We have two teams heading in the wrong direction. I think the Fever, the direction they're headed is they're trying to get out of the wobble. In Dallas, I think they're 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 trying to get to the playoffs. So um, 
I really, really like. And no shocker here for any of you that have listened to the other 27 episodes. <laughs> Dude, I got, I got my wings. I got the Dallas wings today. Yeah, Pops has been on them all season, so... Well, for me, in my opinion, I feel like this is a tough DraftKings um, game. I would definitely not take anybody from the Fever. I feel like that's the worst team today, like worse than New York, to take from the DraftKings side. From the Wings, I'd take a couple of the smaller named players. So you have Katie Lou Samuelson, uh, 4,800. Astounador, 5,800. Tayasha Harris, 6,000. But if you are really aiming for something with the wings, you'd most likely want to go with the guards because the fever are mainly forwards. And if you go with the guards, I know that fever can't really... They don't play defense, really. (laughs) So that would leave like somebody like Alicia Gray. Obviously, you have Arike. Um... And then Tayasha Harris, she's a guard. So, this is an interesting DraftKings game. In my opinion, you really want to eye the Seattle-Chicago game with the starters. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I know. it was. It's kind of a tough DraftKings day in the WNBA. Okay. So, now we can review the NBA games that are going on today okay. real fast. Sounds good. First game up, Bucks Magic. How frustrated are the Magic Are the Magic that they didn't get the memo, you know, when we talk about what, what Milwaukee decided to do. <laughs> and does that factor into today's game, yes or no? Yes. I feel like some frustration will go in. Will it, will it impact the result? Because, I mean, the Bucks are favored by... A ton. Kind of like if you and I singled off in one-on-one, you'd be favored by a ton, Tati. Yes, I would be. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Love the confidence, though. <laughs> so who you got, Milwaukee or Orlando? Um, I'm going to go with the Magic because, in my opinion, I feel like the Bucks. I feel like they're going to feel like they have to show up because of what happened in Wisconsin. And because that's their home team, I feel like they're going to have to – they're going to try to be doing too much, in my opinion. So, I'm going to go with the magic. So, they're going to feel the pressure, huh? Yes. I I respect your answer. You're going with magic. You know, unfortunately, I got to go the other way, but just please understand, yeah. I don't like that I'm going the other way just because <laughs> that's what 98% of everyone's already doing too. So, I respect your call on the magic, and I think let's just move forward to the next game. Okay, let's move forward. Next up, we have the Thunder against the Rockets. Series tied 2-2. Oh, by the way, we forgot to say, if the Bucks win that last game, the Magic are going home. They're already home. Well, you know what I mean, to their home home. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So, Rockets, Thunder, this this is a chippy series. You guys saw Steven Adams, Tatiana's mom's favorite player. Um, <laughs> we saw Steven Adams fan. and Russell Westbrook jawing at each other. Uh-huh. Um, you know... Of all the teams, I think if we're trying to break it down from a basketball's perspective, the series that is impacted the most by the the most recent couple of days off in postponement, to me, is the Thunder. The Thunder were rolling, and now all of a sudden, some of that momentum has been put elsewhere, and now they're back at it. Um, Honestly... I've liked the Thunder in all their games so far in this series. Except for this 
<laughs> but this one, honestly, I, I lean Houston, and here's why. It's been proven now that anytime there's a break in play, it affects the defense. I think Houston has the better off. Well, everyone Obviously. knows Houston's got the better offense. I think that Chris Paul, because of his situation of being the, the, the president of the Players Association, all that he's had to go through the last couple of days, I think he's had to be in charge of most of the talks and, you know, being a leader off the court. He's got to be exhausted. Meanwhile, James Harden. Just sitting he's in He's probably his just room. been playing video games, doing TikTok videos, and looking for uh, his next future ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and I believe that this is the game where Harden... Harden? Here's my other hot take. Harden goes for at least... 57 tonight. 57? Yeah, I know Mr. Dort right now is just rubbing his eyes. Harden goes for 57 or more. You heard it here. Okay. Well, I agree when it comes to Harden. I'm not sure about 57. But I agree when it comes to Harden. I feel like he'll come out and have another one of those um, higher scoring games. You thinking 58 or more? No. Oh. I'm thinking like 45. <laughs> Okay. Not 57. Okay. Um, but I'm going to lean more towards the Thunder side. I'm disagreeing with you, Pops. I feel like with Chris Paul being um, like the leader of the players, I feel like the Thunder are going to definitely respect that. I do see what you're saying, that they're, they might come out a little bit rusty on the defensive side, but I still think I'm going with the Thunder because it shows Chris Paul's leadership. Speaking of Thunder, I need to eat some breakfast. <laughs> okay, then we'll wrap up this last game right here. Okay. Lastly, we have the Portland Trailblazers against the Lakers. If the Lakers win this game, Trailblazers are going home. Gone fishing. <laughs> um, as a Laker fan, I'm nervous about this game because if we're talking about the Chris Paul having a lot of extra responsibilities through this postponement, you could argue that LeBron is a close second. Yeah. Um, I also know that... There's a lot of players that are really frustrated with LeBron right now, and I can see where they're going to go at him. So that's Stephen A. Smith with that type of information. Uh, knowledge is power. Um, I think Portland keeps this as a single-digit game. Um, Lillard is out, though. Yeah, he is. Um, but the injured star theory. This I'm telling you right now, Portland keeps this close. This is not going to be an easy game for the Lakers. Um I can see where the Lakers underestimate them because Lillard's out. Totally. So, I think Portland goes fishing, but I think it's going to be a close game. How about you? Okay. Well, I agree with you, Pops. Um, I think that the Lakers are going to still win this game, but I feel like um, they're going to be shocked by how well Portland plays without Damian Lillard. And I feel like in the starting lineup, obviously, I think Gary Trent Jr. is going to be starting. And then the guard coming off the bench, Amphreen Simons. He was one of our favorite players from Portland last year. We loved how he played. Um, he was a rookie last year, too, I'm pretty sure. And so I love how we, he played. He came out with a lot of intensity. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I like Simons. IMG Academy. Appreciate you guys. You right? guys know who you Every are. Every single basketball game is televised today. As it should be. I'm really excited for, so, to watch games today. My only thoughts with regards to yesterday's WNBA is the second half performance of the Phoenix Mercury. 
They were down 41-33 to at the half, and I believe they ended up darn near winning by 20 points. Yeah, they won by 22. So <laughs> I'm not sure if the Mystics forgot to come out in the second half, if they just stayed in the locker room or what. Um, but I I think that final is, is interesting. I think Phoenix is a team, um, I think perhaps – Perhaps an uh oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh no! I think that the Mercury um, are gonna start playing, are gonna continue to play better together. I think, and here's what I'm gonna say: you guys can read between the lines. Uh oh! <laughs> They're playing more as a team now than they were a week ago. Oh yeah, I agree with that. And I think there's a big reason why. You feel like I touch them. I think because harder. someone left the bubble, and I think from a team chemistry standpoint, I think that helps the Mercury. Yeah, that was um, Brittany Griner. They're pretty much star player. That's very interesting, Pops. Well, if I were to do DraftKings yesterday, just looking at it, I'm not looking at the box score currently. But I would have taken fr- taken from the Washington Mystics Leilani Mitchell because she's going against her former team. Um, I'm pretty sure I said that last time they played. But I would be taking her. Now that I'm going to look at the box score, Pops, you did not see me look at it, right? Uh, yeah, I did not true. look at it. Leilani Mitchell scored 17 points and had five assists. Tati, i got to tell you, that's amazing. But even just as amazing... If I had yesterday's box scores and I was playing DraftKings, I would never lose. <laughs> You're funny, Dad. Okay. And, and then LA beat Connecticut. Connecticut, that was a, that was a well-played game. That was. And then the Lynx pulled away from the dream. So, in reality, no and, no final result was surprising. No, not really. And then the Lynx, I mean, Dangerfield just keeps getting over 20 points. She had 23 points this last game. She just keeps finding a way to get there. She's, she's cr- a smart player. She's shifty, too. Very shifty. So on that note, I'm going to step out. We got to go. We got a busy day. The girls got a lot going on today. No surprise there. We hope you guys enjoy your weekend. We appreciate you guys listening in. We'll be back to a normal schedule for tomorrow. Uh, so we appreciate you. For me... Besides the kids' activities today, (laughs) I want everyone to say today's the start of the official football season from the college standpoint. Yes, it's an FCS game, but it's still football. So props to uh, the two teams, I believe. It's Austin P against Central Arkansas. So credit you guys, any of you that knew that off the top of your head like me. I know that's kind of weird. And then you have a UFC card. Anthony Smith, Alexander Rockich. You also have Robbie Lawler in the co-main against Neil Magny. We also have the third round of the BMW Championship in Chicago, Illinois. It's at Olympia Fields, which is a a major-like feel. Going into the weekend, two players are tied at the top, Rory McIlroy and Patrick Cantley at minus one. So scores are really high. Uh, You got a star-studded leaderboard. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, right? Uh, You have some boxing that's going on out there. Uh, you got all the wind blowing out of the stadiums in Major League Baseball, so we should have some Nintendo bases loaded type final scores today. And outside of that, I think for the most part everything's been covered, so I'm going to pass it on to Tati. <laughs> Hopefully all of you guys were able to catch up on all that because that was a lot of information right there. 
I appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 28 today. Um, we will definitely back, be back at it tomorrow with our normal schedule. So thank you all again. Have a happy Saturday. And that wraps up, wraps up episode 28 of the Daughter and Pops podcast.